Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope you are all fantastic and awesome. Welcome to Visible Live, the awesome show, season six, episode number three. It is a little bit crazy and awesome. I can't believe, I just can't believe how much the year is flying and how much time is flying. I think it's really fascinating. So what I wanted to chat with you guys about today is really about, hey Tamara, good morning, is about the a way that we can really shift our thinking, our attitudes, our perception of the way that we've used social media. Now, as you guys know, I'm really passionate about you, you getting, like that's full stop, I'm really passionate about you. I'm also really passionate about you getting yourselves out there, about you getting out in front of the people that you really want to see, help, nurture, market to, uh, educate, train, inspire, motivate, whatever it is that, that you want to do. And there are a whole bunch of things that tend to come up when, hey Jeremy, there's a whole bunch of things that tend to come up when we are getting ready to get out there. Now, usually one of three things happen. Number one, hey Mana, you might decide, no, nah, this is not for me, this is not my gig, I'm not really interested, I don't know how to make it work for me, and so you kind of don't do anything. The next group of people are people who are like, okay, yes, I'm going to do it, and they get out there and they start doing some stuff, but then they kind of stop. And, or maybe they're not consistent, right? So, hey Gerda, so maybe it's that like a bit more of the self-sabotage stuff kicks in, or maybe they have a comment like we had Tom yesterday, you know, maybe um, you know, there's a little bit of perceived you know, negative feedback where people are just like, no, I'm not ready for that. So there's that camp and then your stock comes to a grinding halt. And then the next one are the people who are like, yep, okay, I'm, I'm gonna commit to this, I'm all in, I'm just gonna go, 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 and you know, they, they do and they're great at it. So no matter where you kind of fit, it's a little bit like, well, a lot of these fears come up, right? A lot of the fears around what will people say, what will my peers say, what if I run out of things to say, what if what I have to say doesn't really, hey Kim, doesn't hold much water or like what if there's not much substance there and whatever, whatever, whatever. So what I wanted to help you with today is a way of kind of shifting the way that you think about social media. Now, a lot of people think, and let me know what your thoughts are, a lot of people are like, well, you know what, I know that I'm supposed to be on there, so you know, God, like reluctantly, it's almost like dragging someone, kicking and screaming. It's like, yeah, 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 I know I need to use it, Nicola, but, <laughs> but they use it kind of begrudgingly, and unfortunately, some of that kind of filters through. Or what they do is they're just like, yeah, you know what, I'm jiggy with using it for personal use, but for business, that just seems way too hard and way too complicated. So one of the things that I wanted you to, the first thing that I want you to think about, first and foremost, is how can you shift your thinking around social media being a pain in the ass tool that you know we just have to use to something that is more like, wow, this is the most amazing free, 
PR platform that we can possibly use, that we could possibly have access to, and we're gonna leverage the heck out of it. Now, if you think about a picture that you might like to hang on your wall, right? So you've got this really amazing piece of art that you wanna put up on your wall, and you're like, you know what, I really love that art. I love the colors, I'm looking at, I've got a picture of, um, we've called her Ophelia, let me show you. She's this beautiful. So I'm looking at her as I'm talking and I'm like, I just, I love, I love her, right? I, I love the colors, I love the art, I love the frame, I love the size, like I just really, really love that piece of art. Now, in order for her to get up on the wall, we had to have a hammer, we had to have a really big ass hook because she's really heavy, right? And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to use the tool. I don't have to like the hammer, I don't have to even give a shit about the hook, except that I've got to know that, well, I know that in order for Ophelia to look really great on my wall, for her to be seen, to be visible, to be you know, boldly inspiring us and bringing some color into our room and into our house, into our home, I've really got to make sure that I'm getting out the tools that are necessary in order to get her up on my wall, right? So I don't have to like the hammer and I don't have to like the hook, but I like the art and I love the outcome. So with social media and digital marketing and Facebook live streams and blogging and vlogging and like all of the things that we are required, essentially we're really required to do if you want to stand out, if you want to be seen, if you want to be relevant, if you still want to be in business in the next couple of years, then we've got to use it and think about it more as a tool, right? So. It's a really freaking awesome hammer. We love the shit out of this hammer and we're gonna use that hammer to put the hook in the wall so that we can display our beautiful art. So social media is the hammer and then you are the art, right? You're the art, you're the color, you're the inspiration, you're the motivation for your people. So that's the first thing, that, that first, this first tweak that I'd very strongly encourage you to consider. The second thing that I want you to do is start thinking about social media as your very own network, right? So if we think about it, we've got our Facebook profile, that's like one channel on the, like the, the you channel, right? So we've got you, I'm trying to draw in the air and it's not really working. Shake it around, I just don't care. So there's the you channel. So I would maybe call this like the Nicola Morass show, right? The Nicola Morass channel, right? This, and this is actually literally how I think about social media and, and building visibility. So we've got the you channel. I know it's built back to front, but I'm not gonna mirror it. You don't need that today. So all of this. So you own everything that falls underneath. So underneath here, we've got Facebook. We've got LinkedIn. We've got Instagram, you've got maybe a podcast, you've got your website. What else is there? Uh, you might use Snapchat for, for business, I don't know. Um, that's a pretty good place to start. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, podcasting, Snapchat, your website, and was gonna put like X, Y, Z, whatever else comes out over here. Okay, so you've got the you channel up over here. Now what's really great, if we think about this in this way, is that you can broadcast whatever the heck you like 
on any of those channels because it's you. You're like the Foxtel, the Star, the HBO, you know, whatever it is, you own this whole real estate under here. Now, the great thing, I think, if you think about it this way, is that you can go, all right, well, I'm gonna put whatever the heck I like up on my channel. You can put, you can talk about whatever it is that you want on your channel. You can be whoever you want to be because it's all yours. Most of all, what you know is that people have the ability to tune in to what you're putting up on there. And they've also got the ability to like flick the channel and tune out, not dissimilar to say uh, a Foxtel or an Old Star or HBO, something like that. This is what I love about Apple TV, right? You've got Apple TV is like the controlling unit and then you can go and pick what app essentially you want to go and listen to or, or um, get into. So if you think about it that way, it's like how can we drive more people to tuning in to your Facebook channel? How can you tune more people into looking at your Instagram channel or your LinkedIn channel or your website channel or like whatever the heck that might be? Hey Cheeky, great to see you. So if we, if we think about it in that way, then that gives you complete creative license to go and say whatever the heck it is that you want to say. It gives you complete creative license to say it in the way that you want to say it. It gives you total freedom. Hey, Marilyn, complete and utter freedom for you to do it in the way that you want to do it. And I've got to tell you that that is one of the most freeing things that you could possibly consider because that way, if you're thinking about it, hey Katrina, if you're thinking about it in this way, right? And then you know that your peers can also have their own network and their own channel. Your competitors can have their own network and their own channel. They can say whatever the heck it is that they like. It doesn't even matter. Anyone can say whatever it is that they want. Now, obviously the caveat here is that you are adding value, that you're doing things for the, the, the global good, the, you know, it's, it's ecological, good for you, good for them, good for the planet type thing. Uh, but if you think about it this way, it helps to inspire the confidence for you to be able to say whatever the heck it is that you like. So we had the Tom incident yesterday, right? If you didn't know, I don't know where you've been hiding. Uh, I've been pretty, uh, it was, it was real. I found it really quite amusing actually. Uh, not that I want to flush any more Toms out of the woodwork, just FYI, but it was, it was kind of funny. And, and I guess what this does is it gives you the space to be able to confidently share what you want. And then when you do get a knob jockey like Tom, come on in and, you know, rain on your, pro or attempt to rain on your parade, then you can just be like, dude, like, why didn't you just change the channel? Why didn't you just go like leave Stan and go to Netflix or, you know, turn that thing off, right? It just, it gives you the confidence. So the big thing that I see happening, whether you are brand new to business or whether you're brand new to putting yourself out there or whether you're looking at reinvention, one of the big things that can happen is that we can not always feel confident when you're when we're putting ourselves out there, particularly if it's a new sort of area that we want to 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 kind of like transition over and into, and that can leave you feeling really quite vulnerable. But the thing is, is that if you don't do it, what's what risk do we run? 
The risk that we run is that you end up looking, sounding, feeling the same as everybody else. You end up blending in with a crowd. You, do, you don't stand out. You start saying the similar things as to what everybody else in your industry is saying. And that's when things become really freaking boring. That's when, you know, you know that you're awesome. You know that what you have to deliver and what you have to offer is really great and it's unique and everything like that. But the risk that we run is that you're just not seen. So the thing that we need to do here is that we've got your, we've got you owning your network. You're getting up, you're showing up, you're fronting up, you're, you're saying what it is that you want to say in the way that you want to say it. You're sharing your stories, you're telling your tales of woe and wisdom and wins and, and everything else that you're doing in a way that is going to inspire and move your people forward. We were watching the rerun uh, of The Voice last night. So uh, something that we love to do is we'll sit on the couch and we love, we love watching The Voice, but we don't tend to watch it live until it becomes time for us to be able to vote, right? So we were watching the tail end of the, of the blind auditions. And there was something that I really, really love that I think specifically Guy Sebastian said, I know Delta said, and I feel like Kelly said as well, I don't recall um, Boy George saying this, but what they all said, and, and one of the main reasons for them turning around is not about the singers being in tune or on pitch or even in time, most of, like a, a lot of the time. Like, so there were, there were errors made in these blind auditions. As you can imagine, you know, I stuff up my words on these live streams. You get excited and you, you're kind of in the moment and you, you allow that, you allow that inspiration and motivation and, and flow just to kind of like wave over you and you just kind of ride the wave. But the thing that those three judges said at, to different people at different times is you made me feel something or you moved me, or the way, the tone that you had, it, it just, it sparked something and I had to turn around. You know, this is what we need to do for our audiences, guys. And if you're not able to be able to like share what you want and in the way that you want and in your natural kind of style, or, or, or in a way that has you developing your natural style, then you just blend in with all the other karaoke singers. Right, who are, who may have great voices, but there's no feeling, there's no connection, there's no there's no va va voomness, there's nothing that is kind of like boldly shouting out to the heavens. You know, this is what I've got to say, and this is why it's so important. So fucking listen to me. Let me move you, and 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 then help progress people forward. Right, because that's really what it's about. We've got to then progress people forward. So some of the ways that we can do this is from a, a place of being quite intellectual and then also being creative. And I think where the power comes in is where, the, where these two really kind of blend together. And what I mean by that is that it's important for you, and I, I put a post up I think yesterday about this, it's really important for you to be able to articulate your your thinking, your ideas, your methodology in a way that makes sense to your audience, as well as having that kind of creative flair that allows some of that color and light and movement and boldness, if you like, to be able to come in and come through. But you've got to be able to back it up, right? 
And this is where you developing your own intellectual property becomes really important. You being able to also like back up your claims, back up what you're saying. You know, you guys know that I can draw upon, you know, I've been in this business for the last 10 years and before that for five years prior to that, I was also importing jewelry, selling it around the country. I was selling on Facebook, you know, all of this, that and the other. I was using these skills well before this. And so a lot of the stories that I'll tell are from personal experience. A lot of the ways that I get you guys to think are the ways that I've needed to be able to think in order to, you know, show up. Michelle, sometimes I feel I'm too passionate talking about what I do so then it comes out like a sales pitch when it truly isn't. Look, hun, that's a really amazing point. Here's the thing though, you're always selling. We are always selling. Every single moment of every single day, with every post that you put up, with every photo you put up, with every live stream you do, with every blog you write, with every email that you send, with every single thing you do, we are selling. Now, we are not always selling something in exchange for money, right? Although, you know, that pays the bills, let's be honest. So we're not always selling something in exchange for money, but you're selling your ideas, you're selling your IP, you're selling your concepts, you're selling motivation, you're selling inspiration. Any type of transaction is a sale, essentially, right? Where the financial sales come in, is like, if you are not passionate about what you're selling, then shit, man, like find something else to sell because, you know, to me, that's just, that's almost like sacrilege. Like that's just sad. Like I don't wanna be selling something that I'm not excited and passionate about. Um, I think the other part that, that comes up for me as you're saying that, hey, Joe, is that, you know, I, so I've got the program out at the moment called Bold that you guys can sign up for if you like. We start next Friday or Friday week. It's really great. The sooner you start, the sooner we start working together. It's freaking badass. It's going to have you going boldly out there, creating amazing things, being seen, being visible, launching programs, launching new marketing campaigns, whatever it is that you feel like you need to do. So, and I'm really proud of that. And you should be super, super proud of whatever it is that you're selling at the time, whether it's exchange for money or whether it's a, like a live stream series, right? So if you're on your own network, think about it in this way. If you're on your own network and you've got things being broadcast into you, into your, through your channels, then you can say whatever the heck it is that you like. You can sell whatever the heck it is that you like or you don't have to sell. Like it's completely your call. There is a whole shit ton of, of shame that tends to be associated, particularly for women, for some reason, and I don't really know why. And I think it probably harks back to the, you know, the, the sleazy car salesman and, you know, manipulative sales tactics and, and shit like that, which I think are bullshit. And I don't think anybody should quickly run to the back of the room to buy the books because there's only five of them when it's a bunch of shit because there's boxes of them out the back. You know, that's an exaggeration. But, you know, I think that we've really got to be absolutely proud to share our stuff, to sell our stuff, to ask for money in exchange for something that is hugely freaking valuable. I am, and, and I get it because I used to be that person, go back to 2012, 
when I was like, oh my God, I need to go make sales calls. Got to go make some sales calls. I've got to run a webinar. I'm going to run a webinar. I'm going to sell something. You know, what if people think I'm salesy? What if people think that I'm pressuring them? What if people think that I'm uh, like pushy or an asshole or just doing it for the money? You know what? We're all doing this for the money. Honestly, we're all doing it for the money. Let's call a spade a spade. Like we're all we're all in business to become financially free, to become financially stable, to be to be able to grow our freedom to make the choices that we want to make for the sake of our family, for our our communities, for whatever it is, but most importantly for ourselves, so that we can do whatever the fuck we like, right? So that you've got the freedom to choose where it is that you're going to invest the, the, the money that you're making. Now, again, the caveat to all of this is that I hope to God that you're all selling something that you wholeheartedly believe in, that you would absolutely be doing whether you were getting paid or not, that you are doing things for the right reasons, right? So let's just make that really clear, that you're, that you're only selling something that you know works, that you've had results from and stuff like that. So if we shift our thinking to that, now the beautiful thing, Michelle, and for everyone, anyone else who has ever had any, hey Chaco, who has ever had any kind of hesitation, any kind of, oh, you know, what will they think of me? Just, they can change the motherfucking channel, right? They have got, I know this is a pencil, but they have got that remote in their hand. And if they don't like what you're saying, and if they don't like what you're selling, they can just change the freaking channel. They don't have to like it. But what I can tell you is that out of a, a room of people, there will be some who are like, you know what, I, I don't really feel like I need to buy that. And there'll be other people who are like, I ain't buying from you ever. And there'll be some people in there that are like, give me every single thing that you are offering. I just want to buy all of the things. Shut up and take my fucking money because I am so in. You know, sell me, sell me. I love being sold to. I don't know about you guys, but when you've got someone who is so good and so passionate and listens and asks great questions and they really help you to see how you can get what you want. So whether that's you know, freedom, whether that's a dishwasher that sings to you when it's finished, whether it's a great television, whether it's an amazing car, whether it's a freaking coffee cup, you know, regardless of what it is, so long as they can, you know, when they can show you that they can help you get what you want as a result of the thing that they're selling, I love an amazing sales process. I love being objection handled by someone who's good at it, right? I love it because they usually get me thinking. I'm not talking about buying a coffee cup, it's pretty straightforward. But you know, if it comes to buying a car or if it comes to investing in a mentor, if it comes to anything like that, I love that sales process. So your people, I am absolutely certain, if they're, if they're coming along with you every step of the way because you know they, they've downloaded your channel, they're looking at your content, they're like, yeah, I think I really like this person. You know, and then they're like, oh wow, you know, I love the stories. I love the way they can relate. I love, I love the way that they articulate their thinking. I love the way that they really wholeheartedly share themselves. I love the way that they're vulnerable. I love the way that they motivate. I love the way they inspire. I love the way that they share. I love the way that they show up. I love their, 
Uh, I love their intellect. I love the creativity. I love the way they throw their arms around the air. You know, I love the way that they just, that the way that they are, I just really like them. Then they're, then when you go to then make an offer, there'll be some of them who are like, yeah, I'm so ready, you know, let's go. And then other people are like, you know what? I'm, I just, I feel like I need to keep watching. I'm not quite ready for this yet, but you know what? That's really the shift, right? It's it, And it really is about not paying any freaking attention to what anyone else is doing in your industry. It's really about not paying any attention to what any of the competitors are doing. And it's really about you just, and and I, I learned this lesson many years ago, where it's like, put on the freaking blinkers, like you're a horse, put those blinkers on, show up, do what you need to do, and don't be influenced by what is going on on the other channels. And just show up and do your thing in the way that you do it the best. And, and share the things that you're, the master in, right? And that's really a big shift in energy from feeling like an imposter, from feeling like you're, you're saying all of this stuff, like you're singing in the shower, right? And, and no one else outside of those four walls can hear you, but you know that you, you've got something to share. You've got a story to tell. You know that you can move people. And then it comes time for you to start putting yourself out there. And that really is about you rockstarring everything that you have got within you. And this is really, Michelle, perfect segue. This is really what bold is about, right? So for those of you who are curious about it, bold is a the, the program that I'm starting next Friday. Yes, Tamara, bless Tom. Bless Tom and his weirdness. So I've just put that up in there for you now. And I'm just gonna post the link because that was really amazing and I couldn't have planned it better. Um, and apparently I didn't put the, the website link in there. So Michelle, this is what you were asking for. Okay, just in there. So, but having said all of that, the thing really, hey Carmen, the thing that you've got to be willing to do really is to boldly claim your position, right? It's, it's where if you're if you were trying out for a, a netball team or a football team, you would train, right? You would train, you would practice, and then you've got to get out there and go and do tryouts. And that can be really vulnerable, right? It can feel like, well, what if I don't make it? But if you don't ever try, then you don't ever know. And you've got to be bold enough to say to yourself, you know what, I am going to make that freaking team and I am going to do my damn best thing that I possibly can. And I'm going to do everything in my power to influence my body to do what it needs to do. I'm going to work within the team. I'm going to work within the parameters. And then you, you have to stake it. You have to stake your claim before you even step out onto that field or out onto that court. Now you may or may not get picked and that's okay. But the thing that you've got to come back to is, did I do everything in my power to rock it? Did I show up and do my best? Was I as prepared as I possibly could have been? And did I have fun doing it? And then we assess and then we take the next steps from there. You're welcome, Michelle. I'm just reading the comments on my computer. Alrighty. So that's pretty much 
my little sermon for today. <laughs> but the, the main things that I want to leave you with, if you do nothing else today, is to make sure that you are finding ways of being able to create that confidence within you. Because that is honestly, that is the biggest thing that I see that holds most people back, whether you're brand new or whether you're looking at reinventing. And that is that confidence to really fully wholeheartedly own what it is that you're saying and what it is that you want to put out there. And then the next part about it is, well, you know, you've got to make sure that you are treating it like it's your own network. So it's like, this is the Nicola show. I will say whatever the heck I like. It's the Carmen show. It's the Michelle show. It's the Tamara show. It's the Cara show. It's the, the cheeky show. It's whatever the heck it is. It's up here. And then you disseminate your content into all of the channels that you own. Hey, Tess, no matter what the heck it is that's going on, right? And then making sure that you're able to blend that thinking from the, and being able to back up the intellect part with the creativity piece and blend those two together. Because there are some people who really need to hear some examples, perhaps some data, um, and things like that, right? I mean, I think there was something like $3 trillion spent by a social media last year. It's a trillion, I might have that number wrong, but it was trillions. It's a trillion dollar industry, essentially, or a trillion dollar platform that if we look at social media as a whole, that you're able to, you know, cut a piece of the pie off, really. Like, why would you not do that? It's just, it's, it's insane. Um, there were, I think there's 2.3 billion people on Facebook alone these days. You know, why would you not capitalize on what is still the largest platform on the planet? Why would you not use that as your own network to be able to broadcast your message? Like it's just, it's just, it, it's insane to me that so many people don't start using it on a daily basis to connect with other people. It's just like from, from a business perspective, it just, it astonishes me. So then the thing that we need to do, like once you've got that kind of stuff down, you've that intellectual stuff down in order to support your cause and support your case and support your thinking, then we've got to be able to creatively get out there so that you're not looking like the beige carbon copy clone of what everybody else is doing out there. Cause that'll just have you blending in like a really boring lineup that, you know, no one really wants to pay attention to. Or they just, it's easy to miss you as well. Like if you've got four trees lined up next to each other and if they all look the same, you're not gonna be able to, like you're just gonna, oh look, there's a bunch of trees. Whereas if you've got something different, if you've got a, a beautiful magnolia tree in amongst a, a hedge of lily pillies, obviously I'm not a gardener, <laughs> like a, a magnolia tree in amongst a hedge of lily pillies, that's gonna stand out, right? Or vice versa, like if you've got that hedge of lily pillies and you've got the, a, little, a little hedge underneath, it stands out because it's different. So that's it really. And most of all, actually that's not it. The big thing that you've gotta do is you've gotta own it. You've gotta boldly own it completely own it and then start executing and getting it out there. So that's that. If you guys have got any questions, please make sure that you leave them below. Uh, I, we've got Q&A Wednesday tomorrow on the coffee run and I would really love to answer anything that you have. Bold is live and open for registrations. And as I've spoken about before, the thing with Bold is that we start Friday week 
But if you start, if you get enrolled now, then we've got pre-work that's happening over the next couple of days. So the sooner you start, the sooner or the longer you've got support in order for you to be able to get yourselves out there and, and really make this stuff happen. There is no time like now. And the world and social media is changing like reasonably quickly. And you've got a very great opportunity right now where you can capitalize on social media in order to grow your visibility, but also for you to be able to grow the, the profits, the money, the sales, and the volume of people that you're then able to help. So get out there, be visible, have fun doing it, go change some lives, and I will talk to you all tomorrow at 11 o'clock Sydney time. If you've got any questions about anything, hit me up. I'd love to answer them for you. Otherwise, have fun, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.